Alright guys, well, my name is Michael Negulus. I am the founder of Father's Justice USA, and this is my first episode of my podcast. Um, kind of just uh, putting it out here, uh, see a lot of corruption going on in uh, CPS and the family court systems and a lot of crazy things on the internet, like the Ohio woman who suffocated her three kids and uh, pled guilty just to get off of the death penalty. And uh, big shout out to Thaddeus Moorhead and his young boys. And uh, we uh, definitely grieve your loss, my brother. Another uh, thoughts for the father of Anaya Day Garrett. Um, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Joshua Stevens, who's incarcerated and hopefully getting out here soon. We're still fighting, still thinking about you. Um, it's weird doing your first podcast. It really is. Uh, for those of you who don't know my story, I am a 37-year-old father of two. My six-year-old is uh, severely autistic. He is developmentally disabled and will be disabled his entire life with severe autism. And then he also has a four-year-old brother whose name is Elijah. And uh, he's on on cue where he needs to be socially and academically. Um, There's been a lot of uh, things going on since 2017 when I had filed for my divorce. And uh, I want to get into some meat of this because maybe some of you people can uh, relate to some of the things that I've been through. But um, my ex-wife likes to uh, abuse the kids. She always has, uh, me as well, but um, more so since the divorce has happened. And there's been a lot of uh, CPS involvement, five times since the divorce has been final, and uh, it's just crazy. I had fought two years to get custody of my children, and uh, I got sole custody of both my boys. Uh, I have a fiance, she has an 11-year-old son, Um, and it's very rare in the state of Ohio for a man to get custody of his kids unless you have overwhelming evidence, which I had had. It's crazy, I had the first guardian that light him was extremely professional and neutral and unbiased and was doing a very good job and she had to withdraw for a conflict of interest. The second guardian didn't like me. Things were swinging mom's way during the divorce right after my attorney had withdrawn and the guardian that light him had withdrawn. I was stuck without an attorney and her supposed man-eater of attorney was attacking me. I ended up with a, a very unsavory attorney who was really cheap and did absolutely nothing and I ended up uh, substituting counsel for the attorney who got me my kids and the kicker to this is the second GAL who was the GAL that was authorized to make decisions after the first GAL uh, stepped down he uh, he didn't like me he didn't care to review anything the first GAL did he listened and believed everything mom said and didn't review any of the evidence I had had and uh, at one point they had had mom's weekends up to three weekends a month and I still had temporary custody throughout all this. Um, when my attorney got involved, it wasn't until about a month after I had hired my attorney that uh, he had accidentally disclosed to me that he also was a GAL and was also a 50-year child advocate and things of that nature. This forced the uh, new GAL that was involved to 
do his job because my attorney was a more seasoned GAL, his senior by at least 50%, and um, he uh, forced the GAL to do his job, and he gave me a, a very, very modest win in uh, granting the things that he had granted through uh, the divorce, including me having sole custody, residential, and uh, legal custody of my two children. Uh, Mom had a very, still has a very generous visitation schedule, and uh, it's it's crazy because I record everything, how my kids cry and don't want to go to see their mom, my little boy, and telling me what mom does to him and how she hurts and abuses and hits him, and I confront her with marks, and CPS gets called by professionals, and all these things have happened and happened and happened, and it seems like Child Protective Services shouldn't be called Child Protective Services. It should be called Mother Protective Services. Uh, at one point, my ex had made an allegation against me at CPS, and they made me stay away from my children for 10 days unless I was supervised by my own mother because of an allegation that mom had made, their mother. Um, but when Akron Children's Hospital had called and involved them two times and his counselors called and the police and things like that, every single time when the allegation was against mom, they did nothing to mom or mom's boyfriend about the situation. Didn't make her stay away from the kids, nothing with a black eye even or, or uh, obvious finger claw marks to my son's rear end or severe diaper rash or the things that had went on in our divorce. Um, this podcast, I know I'm ranting a little bit about myself, but this podcast is about all fathers out here who feel this discrimination, who get this discrimination, and see the corruption in, uh, in the family courts and in CPS and the things that go on. It's all a big money game to them. Throughout my whole divorce, I never seen my own judge one time. It had always been a magistrate the whole time. The only, the, her, her signature is on my finalized paperwork, but nobody reviewed the evidence. Uh, CPS never reviewed my evidence. I'd given it to them to two different caseworkers. Twice went there. Nobody has done nothing with it. Detectives in the police precinct have done nothing with it. This is about the discrimination and bias and the corruption that exists in government. More than just family court. I mean, family court's a big part of it for me because I have a special needs son who's being abused and his four-year-old brother who's being abused by their mother and no legal ramifications come their way. Nothing, I can show all, everything that I have done for my child. Got him his autism diagnosis, which his mom threatened to cancel because it was on her time, which took me over a year to put in place. Uh, his speech therapy reports where it showed my son was skyrocketing before the uh, temporary orders hearing and I had him in therapy and he was skyrocketing in every single area and the moment I got temporary custody and they put a visitation schedule in order the moment mom started getting visits my son plateaued and did not increase anymore and then I had told you earlier about how uh, my attorney withdrew and the guardian at Leiden withdrew. At that time, her attorney took me back to court and had managed to get her weekends up to three, three weekends per month. At that time, my son's speech therapy progress had plummeted to levels lower in some places than they were when he began. And this is 100% truth. I have all of this recorded and documented and things of that nature. Um, I've got thousands of hours. I've got audio. I've got video. I've got phone calls. I've got text messages. I've got social media. You name the type of evidence, police reports, you name it, I have it. 
and I've put it all together, and I've showed it to CPS twice, and they've done nothing to help me or my children. This is how I know that it is a bias in uh, geared against dads. I'm going to have a gentleman who is going to be my co-host coming on. Um, a lot of you guys in Father's Justice USA know him. Uh, his name is spelled backwards, so it's kind of hard to say what you would call him. So we call him Mr. X. But um, I would like to just note that his name is uh, Johnny Langus. And he's a good dad, and he's been put through the ringer. He's been trying to see his daughter and uh, fighting the court systems and uh, advocating for himself, not paying a $250 an hour attorney, trying to learn what he needs to learn about the law. And, and I love this guy to death because he has that determination and that desire. He, uh, without somebody with the credentials, even as, as educated as I am with it and as much as I've gone through and experienced and learned in these last two, two plus years of this divorce and, and finalization and afterwards, it's uh, not easy road, man. That's why we pay those big money for those guys because those guys are the ones who make things happen. But uh, Johnny Langus is going to be the co-host of Father's Justice USA here on our podcast. It's going to be broadcasting on uh, many social media platforms, uh, Spotify namely, because that's the one I use. And I know uh, if you look at Anchor, which is a great way to make a podcast, uh, you look at the app itself. And uh, you guys will uh, check that out and maybe... uh, have a little desire about something you're passionate about and create your own podcast. But until then, I am a uh, non-denominational Christian. I love Christ. I love my kids and I love all people who are saved by Christ. I just love everybody in general. Um, Be good to each other. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Be good to your kids. That's your legacy. That's why you're here. You live for them. You... Once you have kids, your purpose is for them to make sure that they have everything that you never had and you treat them good and educate them so they're moral human beings and and contributing members to society. God bless you, everyone. I love you all. And we'll see you in uh, Father's Justice USA. This is Mike Nagulis signing off. Have a nice weekend.